0: tell the damn story one last time for 2019. It is
1: the end of the year, and I am about as ready as I can be. I can be. Although, I will say that 2019 is giving me a little something to to work with on the way out, which is a cold. So if you guys hear me sound a little funky today, it's because I got stuff going on inside my body I did not ask for.
0: Well, I think thematically, that works really well because... 2019 turned out to be a pretty funky year, <laughs> and uh, it you know it just dawned on me. You, you go through the whole thing, and you, you know, it dawned on me that we're ending a decade. We're yeah. out of the teens next That's week. Right. Holy crap! And we're starting 2020, a new decade. Um, and it's been a hell of a decade, if you think it, about it. Yes, it has. Yes. yes, it has. And and I think that a lot of stuff that is coming to fruition. The last couple of years of this decade, you know, kind of has started in the 2010 and moved through and really kind of exploded. I think that's really going to inform the next decade. And I think maybe we should talk about that as our, um, you theme. know, uh, our theme for today, how to deal with, uh, you know, the times. They are a changing <laughs> once again.
1: Sounded better <laughs> when Arlo was singing it.
0: That <laughs> was Bobby D. Oh, oh shame Paul. on you! It was
1: Dylan. <laughs> Dylan did that. Why do I hear
0: I'm Arlo still... in my head? You're and thinking of, course, of the Thanksgiving song, man. Of course,
1: the other people are going. Alice's oh, restaurant. Bob, That's what are you're thinking
0: about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a good part of the audience saying, Bob, Arlo, who are these people? Are yeah. they members of the X-Men? Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> so uh, my theory is, and uh, we did a little pre-show on this, so we, we seem to be kind of somewhere near the same page. Is that the thing that the, the the teens will be remembered for, or the decade that we're getting out of, is the explosion of communication, media, mm. right, mm. Um, and and kind of the twisting of all, right? Uh, we did have uh, cable and we did have twenty-four-hour news cycles, but they kind of split in different directions. Most yeah, prominently during this last day. I was expecting more from decade. the Cartoon Network than we got. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, I, you know what? I, 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 was, and and I'm a little disappointed in Boomerang. Yeah. Um, but both of those wound up being, uh, you know, a little more reliable or or stayed a little truer than our news sources, which kind of went in different directions. And same thing with media. You know, uh, Twitter wow. was a great invention this this decade. And now it's kind of, you know, a place where trolls live uh, a little yes, bit. Same, same thing bridge. with Facebook. Yes,
1: we have a new bridge in there, trolls beneath
0: it. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. So <clears throat> I think one of the things that we have to think about in as creatives, you know, is that, you know, this was the decade when social media and technology became the abyss You know, and when you look into the abyss, the abyss looks back, you know, and uh, look kind of looked into our soul and and had undue influence in there, you know. Um, And I think that's one of the things that creatives can do is, you know, as we're ending up this decade and moving to the next decade is kind of take stock with, you know, we always on this show, we're always talking about you got to feed your muse, you got to feed your creative energy, you know, and. We still, I, we, I think we both still stand by that. You know, listen to the music, read the books, read always, read early, read talk often. To people, right. Talk to people, talk people, meet right. people, go places, see yes, things, exactly. ask questions, all of those. Yeah, right. absolutely. But also, I think we have to be a little aware of what we're taking in. You know, if mm-hmm. you watch or listen to or subscribe to or stay on, uh, say, a particular platform, as much as you're putting time. into it. <laughs>
1: yeah, with snort, you know, yeah. still talking metaphorically, believe it or not. Yeah, go ahead. Uh,
0: as, uh, as much as you're putting something into it, they're putting something into you. It's, yep. it's, I think this is going to be remembered as the time when we started, just started to dawn on us that we're being programmed just by the stuff we're intaking all the time. You know, and it's something to reflect on for creatives. You know, how do we make sure that what we're feeding our muse is good for our muse?
1: Right. Know? And just so people don't think of us as, oh, the old fuddy-duddies again, who are talking about the villainy the of the Internet. Let me just be very real. Let's go back to basics. My era as a, as a young person was pre-Internet. And I can tell you, as, as a kid, the things I wrote, the things that I drew, were directly influenced by the things that I watched. And the places that I went, sure, absolutely. And you know, the silliest thing of always drawing the same cartoon characters, the same comic book characters, or wishing I could write another Batman story. Or when my friends and I, as teens, began doing our own like home movie adventures, we we fashioned them after TV shows or movies or characters that we liked, and we portrayed that to the best of our abilities. Well, the bottom line is, yeah we were still being influenced, we were being programmed, we were we were giving back what we had been fed. And as artists, you grow beyond your inspiration, you begin to create more, quote unquote, original scenarios, characters, things, you begin to reflect life, but you're still influenced by what you read, what you watch, where you spend your time, the people you spend your time with. So you're absolutely right. So you just add the internet or media hyper, Hyper, super hyper media to this growing up and day-to-day living experience, and you wind up with a hell of a lot of stuff hammering at you. And it, it will, I don't care what anybody says, it will affect how you see the world, how you interact with it, and how you reflect it.
0: I, I agree a hundred percent. And again, you know, to support the theme that we're talking about. You know, I'm I'm recording this right now on a smartphone you know i'm i'm holding it in my hand like, like so many of us around the globe do or you know a good portion of our days every day what we're saying is not that it's you know evil is that it might be the greatest equalizer in the history of the human rights mm. it might be the greatest potential for education for communication for equality but we have to choose to make it so. Exactly. It's I so much mean. that can go to the least common denominator. And creatives, uh, you know, in a very subtle way, creatives lead the way. You know, we say our political leaders, our world leaders, our religious leaders, you know, the, the uber rich, they lead the lead the way. Well, maybe. But in things that stay with you, things that kind of mold who you are I would count uh sure I would count spirituality but everything else the, the biggest influences have been creative things things i read uh, uh characters i followed uh books that still stay with me since I was 12 or 14 mm. you know and stuff you still read now so as we're feeding the muse as we're uh putting into ourselves to fuel our creative, uh, uh, output, check what we're, you know, what we are, what are you watching every day? What are you listening to what's on in the background that you may not even realize, uh, is programming you, you know, because if you're listening to a particular set of ideas A lot of the time, those particular set of ideas are going to creep into your subconscious, going to creep into your work, you know, And, and I think now, now is, you know, this next decade is going to be a decade full of creative potential, full of creative need, just like the 60s were, just like so many eras were defined by the stuff that was made available by creatives, to give people uh, a set of ideas and concepts to think about to help guide the way. And
1: I'd like to also, you know, just look at that in terms of types, character types and story types. For instance, you know, from the 40s, one of the great, because, you know, it's the holidays, it's, it's the, you know, it's the Christmas time, it's Hanukkah, it's it's Kwanzaa, it's all of that here in the United States, or as I like to call it, Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. You know, just get it all in God there. bless you. Yeah, yeah exactly. thank you Right, very much. But, you know, it's that time. And in the 40s, one of the movies that, that stepped forward was absolutely It's a Wonderful Life. It, it is a signifier of that, that era. And for much of my growing up years, that was an Americana um, uh, holiday film that spoke to the nature of wholesome small town living and being a good person, being a good right. citizen. And, you know, they, 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 they mention World War II. They do all these things. And at the end, you wind up with this message that basically says we as, as individuals just doing the right thing, doing good for our community, for, for our loved ones, just that simple act has, has so much power and can influence positively so many people that we don't even realize it. We don't realize how much love is around us which is a great message to send out there. And I notice as we go forward now uh, over the past few years, the, the movie still plays as almost automatically. So holidays, okay, play that movie. But I don't see as many people reacting to that message because what they're dealing with is the day-to-day. And the things that are happening now, it's harder for that message to get through to them because they're carrying heavier weight. So I think, again, looking at you know, as, as, as we sit as well, as we write these stories, what are you feeling? What are you really right. thinking? Where's your heart? Where's your head? And what kind of material do you want to
0: create to reflect that? And I would make two other points with a, It's a Wonderful Life. I mean, one is that, you know, when we first saw it, there was a lot less content to compete with it. Truly. There's so much content now. So it becomes a, a choice. Okay, what are we going to give our time to?
1: Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Um, and secondly, I would reiterate something we talked about. I believe it was last episode. Uh, it was a little tidbit that we had recently learned oh. about um, Jimmy Stewart's yeah. performance in that. You know, Jimmy Stewart came back. You know, he had he had actually fought to be allowed to serve in World War II. and then he fought to be allowed to you know, he was going to, he wanted to fly planes and, and then he fought to bec- become a pilot and then he fought to actually go on missions and he led many, many missions and it took a toll on him. And it, we, today we might call it PTSD, right? right. Absolutely. Um, when he came back, he wasn't exactly the same Jimmy Stewart. Well, it's a wonderful life is the performance where, you know, as, as the story goes, he poured a lot of that anguish a lot of that hurt into that performance, all that anger we see in Jimmy Stewart's character, all that upsetment, all that negativity, uh, almost cynicism that comes from the those war experiences, you know, the hurt, the scars. Now, here's the takeaway for this episode from that. He took pain that he experienced. Mm-hmm. And turned it into one of the most positive, creative statements he could possibly make. Yes, he exhibited anger on the journey to that, you know? Mm-hmm. But ultimately that those last moments are the message you take, you know, you take away. And right now there are a lot of people who are hurting. There are a lot of people who are kind of wounded by the world we live in, right? It's another opportunity to to tap the Jimmy Stewart in you, to take that frustration of the world or pain of the world or cynicism on whatever, wherever you get it. I'm not making any judgment on who and what and where, but wherever that comes from, as a creative, you take that and say, what can I offer the world that is positive and hopeful and energizes to move forward?
1: And right on the, on the back of that, I would add that an exercise, a writing exercise, should be for all of us, because we are constantly made aware of what garbage has gone on in the course of the day. Somebody's going to tell us no matter what we do. Make a conscious list, whether you do it on your smartphone or you do it with pen and paper, of the positives, of the things that have happened in 2000, the, the, the decade of 2000 to 2019, that that brought hope, or 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 a smile, or was something you were proud of, uh, something that made you happy. Even even in loss, I mean, for myself, I lost a number of friends over mm-hmm. the past nine yeah. years. You know, it's a lot of people just left my world, and and these are people I'd known. Many of them are people I'd known since I was in my my teens, and I can feel that loss. But the other thing that comes with that is a memory of the the things we had together. And some right. of, revisiting some of those stories inspired me to add some of those moments to characters or to moments in my stories. Um, also, some of the people that I've met, and again, using using the technology. The Internet has allowed me to make friends and associates and, and to learn from people all over the world and to have contact with these people more, more often and, and sometimes on you know, a deeper level. And I think I appreciate that because to right. me, that is open communication, not only for me to them, but more so. I am still learning, I'm still All growing. Right. So I think we should we should take the time, even if it's only five minutes a day, jot down the things, the good things that came into your life and 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 stockpile that.
0: yeah Use that
1: you know, because that's one of the things that helped me, and I, I suspect you too, Chris, to get through some of the garbage times.
0: Yeah. And you know, I would add two other things. The power of unfollow and the power of block. Mm. You know, if you're getting inundated oh. with ads that you don't want, hit that little arrow on the corner, block, and then you won't see that particular ad. And if there's a troll, you discover a troll, block the troll. We don't need to. I is re- like
1: a great T-shirt, block
0: the troll. Block the troll. Yeah. I re-curated um, uh, um, my entire Twitter this year. And I and I took out as much of the political uh, people as I possibly could. Uh, there's more than enough places to find them, and I added artists and writers and publishers. And if I, I added a publisher and they were just sending ads, I would respectfully eliminate that. But if they were adding, you know, anything you could learn from, anything you could have a conversation about, you know, and you know those people who are, have the career you want you know, follow them and comment, you know, you don't, uh, we don't have to, and we don't need to hit on them or, or, or beg them for a contact. You, you know, I I did a lot of thanking this year, Mm. you know, and a lot of, um, uh, congratulations, best of luck, keep writing, or, you know, you know, someone that I didn't know, and I started to follow and they published a new book, I made well, made sure that I put congratulations, best of luck with the book, best of luck with the film or whatever, because, you know, you want them to succeed, but you also, you know, you want to establish in a positive way, you know, as many people who are being creative, who are using their lives, this gift of existence uh, in that way, you know, and it's not limited to any particular genre. I. Picked up a lot of horror people. <laughs> I don't know why, but I picked up a lot of horror people this year. You know, and they're you know great people, a lot of crime, you know, tough crime people and stuff. Um, he means writers, not criminals. Okay, no, not, not not criminals. Uh, yeah. I, as much as I know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was all uh, in the in the effort to have a creative Twitter experience rather than that divisive troll experience. And uh, I'm really happier for it. So you have the same power. You know, if someone's bumming you out, you don't have to follow. Block them out. You know? Yeah, you could block them. They bum you, block them. <laughs> you know, a lot of writers
1: that I admire uh, from Asimov forward have said at one time or another, even some some actors that I, I also admire, have said that they fill themselves up with content, with with stories, with experiences and things, so that they have that source, that resource to pull from when they portray or when they go to write and create. And so, again, that is very much what we should do, and it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. You know, all these things are coming at us, but to use the word that Chris just used, curate. Yeah. Curate the influences so that it keeps you solar-powered towards the distant goal that you have, so that, you know, if if you're... Well, let me be blunt. If you are surrounded by naysayers, if you're surrounded by people, even if they mean well, but they're constantly telling, oh, this is never going to happen or that's ridiculous. Nobody's ever going to be able to let you do this right. You got to say respectfully, you know what? Hey, I hear you. Thank you. I got to go and and find either a solitude spot where you can can refill yourself with positive or spend more time with people who say the exact opposite, who you know, it's not Pollyanna. It's not, oh, yeah, everything will be hunky-dory and rosy and everything will work. No, it is being clear that, oh, you really want to accomplish that? Okay, what do you have to do to accomplish that? What, what steps need to be taken? What information right. do you need? Yeah, yeah okay, let's do that. Maybe I can help you with this. I can hook you. It's about the positive attitude that there are goals that can be set and goals that can be met. Absolutely. Right. Are you going to hit every one of them 100%? Not necessarily. <laughs> but go for it. And as creatives, we need that energy. We need that energy. We need the resources. We need the experiences to constantly fuel us, so that we have material from
0: which to create the things we want to put out there. Of I the- agree, and, sure. and it's not—it's not avoiding people who will uh, may not worship everything you do, right? My most positive creative experience this year was working with uh, a professional-level editor. Who you know on one of my novel, uh, one of my novels, questioned me everywhere she felt she needed to question me. But the thing that made the experience so exhilarating, and I'm still finishing it up, is that it was always creative. It never was a felt like you screwed up or you, this sucks. It was a question. It was, so you can question positively, and I mean purely positively, not like. Do you really think that doesn't suck? Because that's not positive. That's but, right. You know, questioning, is this the best? You know, is is, you know, for example, I had uh, characters that were two years old and their actions were of six or eight months old and I had completely missed it. It was such an absolute jewel of an editorial critique I was so grateful and I continue to be so grateful. And that kind of stuff is what you're looking for. And People of, who will respect you enough to point out where improvements can be made and without what belittling. Whatever
1: made that part of what made that work for you was you being open to hearing constructive critique. Yes. Understanding that you're saying such and such might not resonate exactly or might not be
0: exactly where I want it to be yet is not you saying you suck. Right. (laughs) And it's the greatest gift that you can give yourself. You know, I used to do the, you know, the Irish thing where, oh, yeah, I'm I'm too big for my bridges. That's terrible. Oh, terrible. And you used to, you know, kind of take me to school on that. I'm much more uh, uh, open to where can I improve? And that slight difference means everything, it means everything. It is, you're allowing yourself to move forward, to be open to, oh, I can make this better. I can make the communication I'm attempting to do more successful. That's all, I'm, I'm not looking for the big book contract. I'm not looking for the billion dollars. I just want to give the best reading experience or fiction experience I can give to somebody else within my power. And I want to make my, hone my power as best I can. And that's, you know, curating me as much as curating the stuff that I put into me. And I think everyone should uh, consider, you know, I didn't, I'm still on the road, still trying to do it. I haven't, I'm not the uh, master of any of this stuff, but I found it so invigorating and I'm trying to offer that as, you know, as we leave 2019, on a positive note, that's one of the things I'm trying to offer people.
1: And we only have a few more minutes because we promised that we would keep this one short. So I yes. think maybe we've got like five more minutes to go here. But I do want to just, uh, again, Chris and I patting each other on the back on this episode here, because one of the things that's happening is, that, yeah, we are very close on the same page in a lot of ways. And yeah, we differ in other ways, and that's cool. We appreciate the differences. We've always been able to, even when we banged heads, we've always been able to find some way back to, oh, okay, that hurt, but hey, Look what we learned from that, and here's Mm -hmm. where we're going. I think part of that is because Chris and I, separately and together, have always been enthusiastic about creativity, enthusiastic about the possibilities of writing that great story or doing that great comic or or creating that script or or acting in this great thing. You know, there's something really supercharging about that, the joy and the experience. And we've interviewed people, both seasoned pros and newbies on this show, And that same energy is there, you know, the newbie is looking forward to all the other things that he or she is gonna be able to accomplish. The seasoned pros are getting excited about some of the things they've already done and they're gonna start on this next project. And that's a part of the joy. And part of that joy is being open to learning and experiencing and growing from that so that you, again, have that to give and put into your work. Uh, Chris Mm -hmm. was talking about an example that he ran into um, with his editor. And I'm, I was looking at a, a plot that I've had. I won't go into great details. I was looking at a plot that I've had for a blackjack story for months. And I worked it out, you know, in terms of basics. This happens in this chapter and that happens in that. But something was missing. And even after I had my characters worked out, it still didn't feel right. And part of it was I didn't really know what was this story really about. Every blackjack story that I write, it's not just the adventure. It's about something. It's about Aaron's journey, Mm -hmm. the next thing he discovers about himself or he discovers about something he didn't know before. And I hadn't found that for this particular story until recently. So now the story writing is going easier for me because I know why I'm doing it and I'm excited
0: about it. Yep. Give yourselves those gifts, the gifts of time, the gifts of reflection, the gifts of what if, and the gifts of how can I make it better. That's a great way to open yourself up for the new decade that's coming and put out the best possible efforts to tell you a damn story.
1: Absolutely And so keep putting together like I said, grab up note paper technology, whatever you want to use, keep jotting down experiences, thoughts you had, dialogue, all that stuff positive things try and try and do a list of that but even just basic ideas you have characters with Write these things down, stockpile them, because it will all be fueled for you to tell that damn story to the Beautiful. best of your ability. OK, so, Chris, I know you've got wild things to do because, you know, here we are in the holidays, and I've got yeah. a few things to do, and then I'm going to go kick this cold. So, everybody, you know, enjoy our, our abbreviated episode, but I hope you got something out of it. Please leave comments, you know, send us uh, fruitcakes and things like
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll see you again. On tell, us, yeah, tell us what you want us to talk about in 2020. Yeah, absolutely. Take care, everybody. Take care. Chris. Happy holidays, everyone. All the yeah. blessings to you. We'll see you next year.
1: You got it. Bye. Peace.